frontier. Pedro Mendes! That is just brilliant! Well, he's racing back to provide the cover. Here's Ali McQuist! Oh, he's done it! Ali McQuist from Rangers! Is there going to be a twist in the tail? Love a crash! Yes, there is! But Albert gets it This is Rangers Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. Once again, it's Rangers Daft. Welcome along to the show. Um, we take a deeper look into Rangers on our Football Daft channel. Um, not got great though this week. He's had a few things to deal with. But as ever, you know, he's the staunchest of them all. It is Stephen Purden. How are you, Stephen? I like that, mate. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I, I would say you're you're definitely stauncher than Grado. My wee boy, my six-year-old son, stauncher than Grado. That's very true. That is very true. <laughs> um, as ever, we are joined by one of our listeners to act as a pundit. Forget the journalists. Forget the ex-pros. It's the fans we want to really hear from. And uh, this week, we welcome to the show Craig Fire. How you doing, Craig? Very well, John. How you doing, Stephen? All good, mate. Good to see you again, my man. Good to have you on board, mate. Um, listen, I'm going to ask you this question. I know you've been on when it was before we put it on the Football Daft channel for everyone to consume. Uh, you've been on Rangers Daft before as a pundit. Uh, but I'm going to ask you this question again just for everyone listening. Craig, who's your favourite Rangers player of all time? Uh, it's a tie. It's Alan McCoy and Ian Ferguson. Ian Ferguson? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Wow, did I hear him on co-coms at the weekend? No, that was the other Ian Ferguson. Yeah, that right. was a striker, the one with two eyes. Aye, right, because I, I, was, I was like, Ian Ferguson, I'm sure the last time I heard he's in Australia. That, the one at the weekend, isn't it? The Ian Ferguson. He is at the 10 league, uh, league medal winning Ian Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, uh, interesting choice. I don't think we've ever had Ian Ferguson as an option. I think that's a first in the 90s. He's one that gets overlooked massively. Quite underrated, isn't he? Ah, he was a. He was like, I would put money on probably Walter Smith more times than no. He was one of the first names in the team sheet. Ian Ferguson. He was ah. a absolute. Like, I think he was underrated. I mean, he was very good with the ball as well. When he was, he was, he was ahead of his. He was ahead of his time. You know, in, in the modern game, where like Ian Ferguson. You know, when you look at people, I guess like Kamara, Ryan, Jack. That was a kind of mode of Ian Ferguson. Win the ball back, find a player, Aye. and that's what he did. And you know, it is interesting that you picked him, Craig. Was it any particular reason? Um, just, I just like the way he changed his game. Um, I think when. He first came to Rangers, he had such a blooming shot on him. He scored the um scored the second Rangers goal. I saw a free kick at Love Street. Um mm. so yeah, pretty and just you know, ten league titles. He watches them um, DVD. Um if you look up a picture of the word staunch in the dictionary, it's probably Ian Ferguson <laughs> with a Rangers chain on. <laughs> right. Uh, what's your favourite Rangers moment, um, Craig? Um, I still say the one that was at when we won the league six one against uh, Don Ferman. That was the first time I was in the stadium when we won the league, so we'll go with that. Take us penalty, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Good, fantastic. Well, listen, let's crack into it, boys. And uh, let's go first of all and revisit the Europa League game against Mal and Malmo. Uh, Alashakare. Alashakare is how we're pronouncing it, isn't it? Come on, John. Don't mention Malmo again. Please. Sorry, sorry. I, I know it's like just opens up the wounds against Stephen. Uh, Alashakare is how we decide to go with it. Um, is there a feeling of disappointment, first off? I think. We're saying we pronounce it, pronounce it, pronounce it. I I think it should be fucking pronounced. I don't know, Count Athletic or something, man, because they were fucking absolute jobbers, man. They should have, we should have pummeled them. We really should have. So I would kick off with saying there was there was a sense of disappointment, but there was also a sense of relief, but still disappointment coming away for that game because we were obviously after Malmo and it's been a disappointing start to the season, I think. Ah, you're looking at last season and the way we dispose of teams in Europe and it just didn't look... It wasn't a Rangers performance in Europe under Gerrard. I mean, we just looked very lethargic again, but we got the job done and it was a, a victory and we should finish it off over there. What did you, what did you think about the game, Craig? Okay. just think it's you know, what we've been experiencing the whole season. Our, our tempo seems to be considerably down from, from last season. Um, and that's for the Marble games and the United games. You know, even the Livy game, it was a, that was two late goals. You can't do too much in Dunfermline because they're managed by Peter Grant. But um... <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show, Craig, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, well, Dunfermline's not a friend of Falkirk, so there we go. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's just when you got tempo. I mean. You're thinking, yeah, we, we put a cricket score past them. We get you know, three by half time, wrap it up, send the wains over, give uh, the experienced guys a, a bit of a break uh, before the, the small game that we've got on Sunday. But it's, you know, we're still in control of the tie, but we've still got scar tissue from progress, um, yeah. which, was only, <laughs> which was only four years ago. And it's just, yeah. you know, you're also thinking, you know, this is another another one we've shot ourselves in the foot with... You know, we've missed the Champions League. We've missed the chance to be playing the Saturday. Um, the other mob having to play on the Sunday, getting our points on the board, putting the pressure on them. So, you know, hey, nothing's nothing's won or lost yet. And, uh, you know, this isn't a bad team overnight. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll get into that uh, the old form a bit later on because, I mean, this obviously result, I think, is going to have a bearing on what happens in the old form, I think. Um, there was plenty of balls going into the box. I mean, Bassey, I don't know how many goveries he got into the box in that game. It just seems to be constant balls going into the box. But, you know, it didn't seem like there was a focal point in that box to get it, you know? I think I it's kind of, again, normal playing through the lines. Nobody's coming short, taking responsibility. Nobody's getting close for the middle of the park, for the front. It's all out wide and I don't know, man. It's like, it's the way... It's the way he it's plays, so, isn't it? It's the way he I, plays. I, it's, it's just a bit, I don't know what, it's like too many passing the buck. There's not enough people taking yeah. control of the ball and trying to take responsibility. And I think Bassey, honestly, man, the boy's a unit. I think he's like, he passed marks, definitely. I mean, he was kind of the one that was holding his sleeves up and trying to penetrate, trying to make things happen. And he did, he, he's, he's slowly but surely starting to make that fucking left back his own at the moment. Do you know what I mean? So I think he deserves high praise, but I there wasn't many that get past marks on like. Yeah. Um do you agree, Craig, do you think there's there's maybe a lack of a plan B with 
sometimes with, with Stephen Jarrett, I'd like Stephen was saying, not going direct, no one taking the ball on, carrying the ball forwards from a central position. I think it's just a case of, you know, it's we always try and go wide, work it into the box, look for the perfect probing pass. And sometimes you just need a Barry Ferguson, grab the game yeah. by the grab the game by the balls, drive at them, you know, even shoot shoot from outside the box because you can get a spell, you can get a deflection. Um, I mean, he wants them to take chances with the passing, but sometimes we're just that, that little bit overly cautious and, and almost predictable at times. And that That is true, man. See, that. See, I would like to see stats for the first few games of the season, the Malmo games, the United games, because he shots. For that, the player Gerard was managing a team now, that look like they're no fucking testing a goalkeeper more than twice in ninety minutes. It's ridiculous, man. Honestly, do you think that's what? Do you think that's the formation that he plays with the four three three, or do you think someone like maybe Scott Arfield coming into the side might affect a game? You know, like you know, he's that kind of player that drives on from the midfield, gets beyond the striker as central. Do you think someone like that would would be bringing him into the side a bit more would would help? He played against Malmo, but mate. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, it's a valid point, yeah. Uh, mate, I think a lot is just due to confidence in it. I think we're just trying to get the confidence back, Try to... It will come, like Craig said, man, you don't just become a bad team overnight. I think we'll be all right, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just taking us a bit of time to hit the ground running. Unfortunately, the time it's took has meant we have fucked up the Champions League, which is very... In a very, very disruptive uh, or disrupted... Um, pre-season um, totally different mm. to what the lads have had the three years beforehand Aye. Um, then again we shouldn't be tired because let's face it that league was won pretty much in January you know we literally played our slippers on for five Aye. months yeah, yeah any complaints with sending off for Lundstrom nah are you kidding I just, I just thought I just thought I'll ask the question I'll ask yeah, the question what, what blew my mind right the first one was so cynical it was so stupid. But the second one was just complete laziness, man, getting caught yeah. on the ball for a player that's played at the level he's played at. And then to be caught on the ball, but to then follow up with what he done when you're on a yellow card, man. Oh, thank fuck that team were shite, though. <laughs> Honestly, ah. because if that was a good team and you've got one of your players sent after that, man, you're like, oh, it was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, do you think you would have would have scored more if he'd stayed in the part? It'd been an option to to change it a bit more, or do you think it was just one of those nights? I think it was one of the nights. Right. Yeah, I'd agree. I think yeah. it's just. I think it's just. It's a wee bit. It's a wee bit. He's sluggish. The tempo isn't correct. Um, we're not. You know. Coming out of the traps race and then subsequently tiring teams down. Um, but you know, like I said, <laughs> we've lost, we've really lost nothing yet. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, just going back to like a player that you've you're not overly impressed with so far, but you think he's maybe not just kind of like, well, Scott Wright. I'm talking about. Um, he came on and like he made a big difference to the Rangers side. He added a bit of pace and you know. You know, was driving forward, you know, mate. We were like, me and my mates are sitting there, and it's Craig will tell you, man, like at Ibrox, see if a player tries his heart out and works 
the fans will fucking take them. We see the other night when he came on, see just chasing things down, getting the ball, being direct because Kent's confidence is on the floor. Now. And I couldn't I'm going to say you, you had that chance, Kent had that chance, and you think he should have scored, man. He should have yeah. scored, and that would have lifted him. And it's no like Gerard to really make us up at half time, but fair play to Gerard. He's obviously just went, look, because I think obviously circumstances will get to it later about the Ross County game. Circumstances Kent played at the weekend, but I don't think he would have if Wright had they took that, got that knock. But when Wright came on, I think he did. He added his, he added so much up top for us, and it did give the team a wee lift, and it gave the stadium a wee lift as well. I think you could feel that in the stadium, Craig. I don't know if you agree, mate, but you could yeah. feel it. You Scott Wright, man, you could. Do you think Kent's just low in confidence at the moment? Do you think? I mean, I, I was amazed. I, I heard the commentary. It was just like he hasn't scored this season yet, which is surprising mm-hmm. considering how on fire he started the last season. Do you think he just needs that goal, a little bit of confidence in his game? To aye, like Craig said about Rangers, you don't just become a bad team and you don't just become a bad player. He's 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 unplayable on his day, and he's last season you've seen that, and you've seen it's, it the season before that. It's so. just. It's just a winger thing, you know. Wingers mm-hmm. historically are inconsistent, you know. You right. you get five good games, you get five bad games, and and that's really just the way it's going. We're only into what we played seven games this season mm-hmm. so far, so it's you know, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Good goal from Morelos, great finish from him. Just took his time. Were you surprised? You must have all went looked at the linesman straight away, surely. Mate, looked at the linesman, and then I sat in the main stand, right in line with the eighteen yard line, so right in line with him. And then I'm going, he's taking too long to hit this. <laughs> yeah, he seemed to just kind of look up himself and take about half an hour to hit it. The type of striker you go, he doesn't need a lot of time. You don't want him to have a lot of time. Aye, aye, aye. I must, okay. be, I must be beneath you because I'm in the enclosure on the 18th. Aye. Oh. Line, so like, Fucking <laughs> absolute shit myself going, hit it! <laughs> Great finish though through the keeper's legs. So that was good. Is is that going to be enough? Is the one nil? You know, having seen Alicia Kent now, you know, going over there, is that enough? I mean, it hang be- on, mate. We need to go out there and score again, and it's Aye. fine. But the. You've I've not seen the pitch. I mean, you've not seen that. I mean, you look at it. I don't know if you saw the the pitch that Aberdeen played on last week against Carabag, which was it was a cow field they Aye. played on. Mm-hmm. You don't know what. I mean, if that can those. I don't know if, what the pitch is like. So it'll be interesting to see what condition you're placing. But yeah, one goal and, and that's it done, Craig. Yeah. Um, I'd say so. Like I say, you've still got the progress scar tissue, but you know, <laughs> it's a, a different team, and I don't think there's any hedges in Armenia, so we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> right and so that was uh, last Thursday let's move on to Sunday uh, Ross County away 4-2 uh, is that the best Rangers have played this season yes yeah straight mm-hmm. off the bat that was more of a Gerard. that was more of a se- uh, performance from last season was it not offensively aye offensively aye. still a couple of break well I see a couple aye the, the thing that worries me a wee bit, Ross County could have scored more. If I'm being honest, they had a couple of chances, but the, the score line did flatter them, to be fair, even though that doesn't make sense what I'm saying there. But the defence is still having wee lapses and they're getting too many chances away, but it could have been six, seven, eight. We, were, we totally fucking strolled it, but it's just worrying it was only 4-2, if you know what I mean. I, spe- I guess the, the worry is that it's not the four, but it's the two. From having that defence last season that you that Rangers had and it was just Aye. rock solid. I mean to concede that what I were put. I mean certainly the first goal was a you know I don't think 
Is there complaints about the penalty? Uh, but no, it's just un- it's it, well, it's unlucky the rules now. I mean, it did take on, but yeah, it, I don't it, think there's any basic could have done to be fair. No, I, I mean that. That's I mean, I guess the, the he says that arms are an unnatural position is, is how it would go down. But um, the certainly defending from the first ones a bit was a bit questionable. Yes, very. I was fucking raging. <laughs> um, going into the game though, um, Aribo, he's been, I would say, a big plus point this season. He's been one of the better players for Rangers this season. Agree? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've, he's he's got everything in his locker. Do you and want a bit more from him, Stephen? Aye. 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 You can still give me a you take. I think so, but I think you're. Know, it's Hadji as well, and you're thinking sometimes should you should they swap places a little bit? And right. you know, Aribo maybe more so on the right wing, and Hadji more so being that number ten within the the midfield or number eight, sorry, mm-hmm. um, and being the more advanced playmaker in the in the midfield three, Aribo right. I mean, we we still haven't really got a number one for you know the right the right midfield, uh, right mm-hmm. right forward position Aye. ever. But we've got fantastic options, so I'm not I, I, I'm not going to complain. But no, I think I just like when you look at Aribo, you look at Kamara, and you know the two of them when they're on fire together are brilliant. And you look at their their respective football upbringings, and you've got Kamara that you know is an Arsenal academy player, and you've got Aribo that's you know almost like street football, English non-league Aye. before going to Charlton. You know they're so so different, but so very very good. And and I didn't go to how. You know the Steven Gerrard squads evolved. Aye, he's he's one of the ones that he. I think I agree. I think maybe a wee bit further forward. You seen it last season in the Scottish Cup game against Celtic. He yes. absolutely destroyed Laxalt and yeah. That's where I like to see him, man. I like to see him further up the pitch. And I think don't know, John, if you remember last week or the week before, I was predicting my team for Malmo. Eh, Malmo, I said maybe drop Hadji into the middle a wee bit. What Craig's just saying. Because I think he could do that. I think sometimes when we play, especially if you've got, obviously we couldn't have Kamara in Europe, but see if you've got Kamara and Davis that can just sit there and you had Haji just kind of in front of them a wee bit and then yeah. you push a little further forward, I think. Certainly last season, Haji, that's where he seemed to, you know, he, he had a a good... To finish the season, yeah, finish yeah. the season playing there. He was more, more so on the, on the right forward side um, at the first, I, first half of the season. I think, he, I think Haji did play there and pre-season in one of the games was it Brighton or something I don't know he played one of the three in the middle of the park do you know what I mean where you're going he can do that like sometimes especially with Lundstrom Davis Kamara or whatever whoever's there the three of them are all too similar trying to do the same even when, even when Jack comes back as well, even. yeah like, I think I, I think Lundstrom's probably a little bit more forward aye. moving uh, yeah. Lundstrom and Jack are probably a little bit more advanced and like you're what you call it, your, it power, just, your powerhouse midfielder, what you'd have thought Ross, Ross McCrory was going to become for us. Yeah, Aye. I mean, it seems with uh, Lundstrom, though, it seems that he's, again, It's I don't know if it's the crowds or, or what, but he just seems to be a wee bit short of confidence to, to drive forward with the ball, like you've seen him do down down south. I mean, I, I did see a Twitter account that's been set up saying, has, has Lundstrom passed the ball backwards? And the answer just keeps coming up, yes. Which is like because he does it. He is. He's, he's just. He doesn't seem that like he's looking forward. He seems to go sideways. Seems to go backwards. But mm-hmm. you know, like you, you know, maybe it is. Maybe it'll just come. Maybe it'll just click with him, and we'll see what what comes of him. You know, uh, there was a couple of wee moments when he came off the bench. He still looked. He looked no bad. No bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anybody when I went three two, like you were saying, Stephen, it was it was fairly comfortable when I went three two. No worries at all. I wouldn't say no worries at all because it was went three two. I'm thinking, is this just turning into one of these seasons where we're just absolutely <laughs> fucking shooting ourselves in the foot, man? Uh, like, yeah. I was, you're thinking, how are we here? How's it three two? I'm like. You're thinking Motherwell mother, uh, um, and Stevie's first season. <laughs> and he made the change at the corner on. and Wallace came on. Fucking hell, man. That's what it was like. I'm just going, how are we here? What's happened? Like, I mean, we were so in control. Yeah. Kamara was having a great game. He was class. And Kent was kind of keeping it simple. No letting things get on top of him. But Elos keeps going. I'm going, what is happening here? How's it fucking 3-2? But... We just, I don't know, there's still just something. I just, what Craig was saying, I think the disruptive pre-season, we've not had a, I think that game yesterday right would have started. It's daft things. It's like when a player comes in, does a job, gets an injury. It's turning into one of the annoying things that are happening now where we've not got a settled side. Do you know what I mean? But it's still early days. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Morelos there, obviously got his goal. Playing with a big smile on his face. He's a big smile when he scored his goal. Is that that's good news for Rangers, isn't it? Do, do you think that's an indication that you know the portal business behind him is going to see out the season with Rangers? He's just a wee beautiful Colombian prince. <laughs> I love him, man. That's why I cuddle him. That's why I cuddle him. <laughs> um, so, man of the match, he got man of the match. Was he your man of the match from that game? From the game yesterday? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Thought Kamara done well. Aribo uh, done well. I keep get to Morelos just because I want to cuddle him. All right, okay. We'll get into the Rangers daft and Rangers daft in a minute. Uh, Stephen Gerrard kind of reflected what you said, really, Stephen. He said uh, it was a really strong away performance. A lot of our attacking play was quality and we could have scored more goals. I'd like to see us be more ruthless. I can see goals five and six there for sure if we'd really wanted it. We're still fine tuning after a busy summer late arrivals and people are getting up to speed. So is that, you know, is that basically, you know, why Rangers have started off slow because they're, they're still, they've had a lot of internationals away, which you've not had in previous seasons. You had a lot of players away at the Euros, which has not happened in a long time. So do you think that's that's played into it? I would say so. I, I would, I mean, Lundstrom kind of alluded to the fact there was a kind of, there was COVID issues as well. You had a couple of players out. You had Morelos didn't come back too late. Barisic looks like, I don't know if his fitness and his confidence just took a wee knock during the summer. He didn't have the Euros. I think he thought he would have had and we all thought he would have had. Uh, you're looking at Lundstrom coming in, trying to find his feet. Sakala's got a wee knock. Jack's still out. So as much as we've got a very big squad and there's a lot of quality in that squad, you still need to have a bit of consistency in the team as well, and we've not really had that. And I think what Gerard's saying, I agree, once we do get a bit of consistency within the team and you get players like Roof up to speed, you get Morelos up to speed, you get Kent back firing, we don't just become a bad team. It's still a very good team we've got. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's go back. We can hold... Um both the European game and uh, the Ross County game yesterday. Let's go first of all for our Rangers daft rated. Who's getting it from the week? I'm getting it to Bassey because Barisic has been so influential for us and for a guy who came in and just looked like he's been playing left back for us for fucking years, man. You're like, the guy's all right. He was unlucky with the pain when he hurt his hand, but I'll still just get for the game, especially on Thursday night, I thought 
he was trying to grab the game with a fucking scruff of the neck, man. He just looked like he was up and down that field all night. And aye, Bassy. Yeah, Craig, what were you? I'll give it to Alfie. Alfie. Yeah, because if he gets because if he gets a hat trick on uh, Sunday, that takes him to hundred goals for Rangers. So. Yeah. Oh, two, two goals, oh. two goals in two games for uh, yeah. Alfredo Morelos. Uh, Rangers Dafty then who gets it for the week, Stephen? Who's it for you? Uh, Rangers that da- oh fucking easy man for what he done on Thursday night, Lundstrom. Lundstrom, absolute criminal. Yeah, Craig. Exactly the same. Lundstrom. Rangers Dafty of the week. McCoy's gone through the middle. He's not going to need any of them. He's going to go all the way. A magnificent goal from Albert. Let's move on to some news. Uh, Oft, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Obviously, you know, it, there's been a lot of talk today, not about football, about the idiots that, that were on the bus. Um, it appears that Rangers have made a statement about it, saying we're currently investigating to identify the individuals involved. Rangers condemns all forms of racism and discrimination. Those who partake in such behaviour are not representative of our club or the Royal Loyal Support have stood by us through thick and thin. Further to that, since then, we've learned that I believe the supporters club involved have been banned, um, which is, I mean, it, it's been absolutely terrible behaviour. Uh, but have you been impressed by the club's response to it? Was was that the only option for the, the club? Aye, I mean, swift, efficient, absolutely just punished them massively, and that's what they deserve. I mean, it's 2021, right, and you've got guys on a bus doing that, making the gestures, singing the things, and it's disgusting. And see, especially what we went through last season with Kamara, to then start acting like that, a guy who's came out here, a young boy who's came out here to play for Celtic, coming to a different country, what is he, 21, 22? Yeah. Coming out here and having to see that, it's disgusting and they don't represent the club our support. They're no fucking Rangers fans in my eyes. They're just absolute dregs of society, man. And they deserve every single bit of punishment that was handed to them for the club. And I commend the club. They were quick with it. They got it done and they've never yeah. it in the bud and they've got everything they deserve because they're absolute scum. Yeah. Craig, I guess you reflect those sentiments. There's nothing else you can say, you know. Yeah. Um, the, the club's done everything we can with everyone, anyone campaign. Yeah. You know, we had the Kamara incident. I'm not even going to get involved in what about today. Every football club's got their idiots within them, uh, their support. They don't represent the majority of any team's football support. Um, if you got want to behave like that, piss off and find someone else to do it. Aye, absolutely. Um, here we have a kind of breaking story here. Uh, it's just kind of come up. The Rangers have released a statement in the last wee while. Uh, the Scottish FA have been halted from taking the SPFL sponsorship route with Rangers to arbitration via court interdict brought by the company owned by club chairman Douglas Park. The SPFL had asked the SFA to facilitate arbitration, warning the dispute could prevent prize money payments from the £8 million million five-year deal with Cinch. Rangers insist the refusal to promote Cinch is covered by a rule concerning the breach of the prior contractual obligation with Parks of Hamilton. 
The court session ruling means that parts of Hamilton, who are also a motor company, can take part in the arbitration process and are interested. This is all very confusing. Obviously, what's going on here between Douglas Park and the SPFL and what's going on. But yes, it's all getting a bit messy. Uh, so basically, it's the SPFL versus Rangers about this sponsorship deal. And it all is getting very, very messy. Now, what do you guys make of all this? Oh quite tiresome isn't it man? it is tiresome it absolutely is it's absolutely tiresome <clears throat> ah, Craig I'll let you take this one mate it's just the clusterfuck that is the SPFL I'm afraid isn't it you know we've got a chairman who owns one of the largest motor groups Aye. in Scotland there's an article within the SPFL constitution that allows us to say, uh, no, it's a conflict of interest. It was highlighted when the SPFL's external media, external uh, marketing company, who are going to take 20% of that sponsorship fee, um, booted to have that potential sponsor. They carried on regardless because we haven't had a sponsor for three years and you know something's better than nothing. And, you know, if I was Douglas Park, 100%, I'd be saying no. Um, you know, we're sponsored by um, 32 Red. You know, the last league sponsor was Ladbrokes. So of course, we'd be entitled to turn around and say no to that one. You know, there's a little bit of a grey area because it's no an officially listed sponsor on our um, website, but we don't list all of them anyway. Um, but were you not sponsored when, when the league was sponsored by Ladbrokes? Were you not sponsored by a, a betting company at the time? Um, we weren't in the top flight when it was sponsored by Ladbrokes. We haven't had a, a league yeah. sponsor since 2015. Um, Celtic might have been and not had an, an issue with it, but yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got the William Hill Scottish Cup work as well. I, I mean, there's that many tournaments that haven't had sponsors <laughs> under the current regime. You, you actually lose track of it. I mean, on a, per, on a personal note, I'd be quite happy if the cinch contract were ripped up because I'd hate to see Ryland marching or marching onto the pitch. To present <laughs> It's bad enough where you had we Howard for Halifax. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Remember, uh, we talked about in the, the podcast how Grado had an audition for the Cinch advert. It could have been him handing out the trophy with a long that. That, that. That'd be just stodge. Imagine <laughs> that. I'm sure we've not heard the end of it. I, I, listen, there's a conflict of interest I can understand, but, you know, it's, it is one from the outside looking in. It's just it's a mind fucking. We'll see where it goes. It's um, going to drag on for aye. weeks and months. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing as well is, is, you know, you'd actually like the SPFL board to say, right, hold on, we've made a little bit of an error. It's a Rangers and SPFL thing. It's not a case of, oh, let's get everyone around the table and it's big bad Rangers that are once again, you know, trying to hurt Scottish football because we're not. We've, you know, summer 2020, we're trying to improve it by getting rid of the, the halfwits that are currently on that board. And, you know, that's before you even look at the financials for what, um, you know, since you're paying to Tottenham Hotspur versus what they're paying the entire Scottish League. Well, that's a, that's a different conversation for a different time. We all, we all, I think, we all agree. <laughs> Scottish football supporters that the, the league is completely undervalued, especially when you see what you get handed up down south. Um, right, okay, David Edgar um, has basically uh, yesterday. Bonabarasic wasn't in the match day squad, and he is saying that it wasn't due to injury that he's been just basically dropped from the squad. Um, interesting. I, I, I can believe that. I can believe that. Uh, this happened uh, before. Aye, I don't think. 
Gerard doesn't pull any punches when it comes to Borna, I think, at times. I think when you've seen that that second leg of the Malmo game, especially, the heart and desire, man, the heart, the I don't know what it is with Borna at times, he just he hides a lot, man. Stephen the going gets tough, he does hide at times. And that second leg at Ibrox was well, remember, remember the um, four four behind the the doors game against Liverpool reserves and um, mm-hmm. Lafferty, Dorans, Gresda, and Barisic never performed. And he basically mm-hmm. said, "That's it. All four of you are finished here." And it was Barisic. There was the only one that says, "No, I want to stay and fight for my team." And right. we got we got the benefits the that following season uh, and the majority of last year. A lot of people said he's been poor since Christmas time, but I mean, cracking that cross for them. Rufi's goal against. No, he did great. He did great season last year. Aye, so I, I think you know, there's a, there's a couple of players where their their heads just don't seem where they were last year. It's mm. definitely not the pressure of the fans. But I don't think. I don't think oh. goals and Tav or Bonner. Goals uh, this contract situation, you can see it's having an effect on him. Tav has not looked the same. Uh, but when it comes to Bonner, I mean. He's got to be worried because the boy that's took his jersey now, he does not look like he's going to slow down. Mm. We cash in on him. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do we, uh, do we need to make a sale? Um, because right now there's been no firm offers in for anyone apart from the mythical um, daily record one for Nathan Patterson. The five for, million favour. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, I was going to get onto that in a minute, actually. Um, uh, you know that that that. <laughs> Leads me on to that. Liverpool Echo are reporting that Rangers have rejected an approach for uh, Nathan Patterson. That's coming from the Liverpool Echo as opposed to the record. Um, Stephen Gerrard laughing off suggestions. Laughed off, man. Um, five, five million for Nathan Patterson? Is that good money? Or is it, do, do you hold on to him and, and double, try and double that? Aye. Yeah. He's oh, aye. Years ago, we got for Alan Hutton, man. You look what Tierney's went for. If this boy gets a chance in the team, he's another one that if I was Tav, I'd be worried if he got to be running the team because... I was going to say, he needs to, to up that value. I, mean, I guess I would say at this point, five million for a, a, a player that's had you know a handful of games for Rangers. You know He's got a Scotland cap now behind him as well. But you know I guess if you get him into the team and get him playing, you look at Tierney, you look at Alan Hutton, that one amazing season he had at Rangers and went for nine million. You know, I guess that's that's what you need to do. But he needs to get game time, I guess, to to, to raise that value. He will, mate. He will. He'll get game time. There's no well, danger about that. The the manager said that yesterday. He is going to get game time. He's got to be patient. I mean, even you mentioned Tierney and other Look at Fringpon last season. Mm-hmm. No, no, particularly good right back. He is going to get game time. And you know, again, it's the way this this season's gone. We've had less qualifiers, whereas normally we'd have a qualifier against a Gibraltar team or something like that, where you could put, you know, Patterson in to get the game time. Mm-hmm. European football then counts against us in the League Cup because, you know, you, you generally get one jobber team um, yeah. in, in Dunfermline, but we needed to get, um, we needed to get Tavs back up to speed because it's probably two league games and then we're, we're in the League Cup action. So mm-hmm. the, guys, the kid's going to get the game time. The manager said that. Um, but it's it will be your your lesser teams at home. Hey, did he bring it here, Purden? Did he bring it here? I don't think he's going to load to Peter Head, Stephen. 
<laughs> right. Um, I'm just going to ignore your comments there, boys. We'll continue. I'm getting you some good news. The Rangers have overtaken Celtic, become Scotland's top performing side in Europe for the first time in nine years, boys. There you yep. go. Uh, 42nd in the current UEFA's ranking system, and Celtic are down to 50th. Happy with that. It just died. I mean, it's testament to what Gerard and the management team have done in the last three years, man. I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no surprised that I'm happy with it, but I'm no surprised because, like I was saying earlier, the way we've performed in Europe so far this season, it's unrecognisable for what we've been like the last three years. That's brilliantly struck by David Cooper. So let's move on to um, the looking forward to the games. First one up, Thursday, the return leg in the Europa League. The big one, the big one of the week. The big, the big one of the week. But it's really interesting that how it's going to, you know, one game's going to knock on to the other. Um, I actually weren't actually playing <laughs> at the weekend. Um, but it's interesting to see what, how that affects them. Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that goes in Rangers' favours because they're not... They, they probably had a big night out, man, with all the gear they bought for Primark when they were earlier. <laughs> were they in Primark, were they? Ah, he was in the 240s of them about fucking 50 Primark bags. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, so, I do you think it, the job can get done then? It's going to be job done. What kind of side do you think he's going to put out for it? John. If we do not get the job done here, it's an absolute disaster. That team were fucking rotten. Yeah. They were rotten. If we don't beat them on Thursday, you're not going to see me on this ever again. <laughs> right. Write that down. Write, record right. that. Let's get that bit in there. Mate, they are terrible. They're a very, very, very poor team. Right. Now, I think Gerard will put out a strong team. Because it's not the strongest, though. You'll put a strong team, but not the strongest. Mate, I don't think we're in a position now to say what's a strong team, what's right. not. Right, aye, 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 I get still that, trying yeah. to find their way a wee bit. We'll put out, I think Gerard will put out the possibly strongest team he thinks will get the job done because you still need to treat it with respect. It's a Europa League qualifier. We kind of get put out of that as well. But they are a fucking bang average team, man. Right. You agree with that, Craig? Yeah. You'll never see me on this again. <laughs> it's, it's just going to be you because Grado will turn up either. <laughs> so, boys, uh, all that being said, then, what's the predictions for the game? 3 0. 3 0, Craig. Yeah, same. 3 0, easy win over in Armenia. Um, right, here's it is then, first old firm of the season. Are your arses twitching already? Are we playing them this weekend? <laughs> um, I know for... for are, are you just looking at the European game at the moment and then it'll start... One game at a time, John. One game, one, at, a time. One game at a time. So you're not you're not thinking about the old firm at not all. Even, not even thought about it, mate. As we record on a Monday, you've not thought about it at all, Stephen Purden, you liar. You big liar. <laughs> I know what he's getting like. Uh, I mean... Aye. The banter is going to be fleeing on football daft uh, this week, I'm sure. Mr. Yeah. Toe is a very happy man at the moment. He's swagging about like he's got two cocks. Um, is, so, he is he bought an Australian hat yet? <laughs> well, yeah, he's breaking out the Australian. It's going to be next to inflatable kangaroos, the cork cats. They're all going to be out at Parkhead, aren't they? Soon enough. Um, 
Right, let's get into it. So, it, I guess a lot depends on the European. I mean, it's a it's a tough. You know, you're coming back off a a tough away leg in terms of the location of it and coming into the old firm. Okay, going to the Highlands, then going to Armenia. Aye, you need to play. You know what I mean? So it's, but mate, these games, these games, the old cliche, they take care of themselves. Well, I whoever mean, wants, whoever wants it, mayor, is going to win. Last five matches in the old firm, obviously. They've not beaten us since 2019. They have not. The last time they beat you was September 2019 at Ibrox uh, in the league anyway. Um, who scored on that day, do you remember, for Celtic? In September, it was Johnny Hayes. Johnny Hayes. And, Johnny yeah. Hayes and was the first goal. They beat us Ed, 2 Edward, it? Edward, it was. It's, it, do you know what? It's really interesting. I, was, I got up the team lineup for that day. and Mate, he fucking dropped Morelos that day. He went with the four. That's right. That's right. wingers that day. Knee wingers. Yep. You look at the, the, look at the lineup. McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Flanagan, Katic, Jack, Davis, Aribo, Kamara, Arfield and Defoe. I mean, the spine of that team, you look down the spine of that team, it's not far. I mean, if Ryan Jack was fit, he would be in that team, I'm guessing. It's not far off, you know, so it just goes to show you, you know, how far that we've come. It was, that was, we were quite confident that day and I remember when the, the lineups got announced and me and the boys were sitting in the motor and I was like, what? Like, it was... It was basically the same lineup as we'd beat them 2-0 in a rubber match at the end aye. of the previous season. And aye. I was like, aye. yeah, it, it worked then, but, aye, you know, it's... <laughs> we never got gone with knee width that day, absolutely knee width and, they just done his on the counter, man, with Johnny Hayes to make it 2-0 towards the end, I remember. Ruined Johnny and, uh, Jones' career. Ruined his career, basically, right. that game. Aye, that's, right. that's right. And then, did the goal, no kind of, McGregor saved it or something, it came back out and Hayes just hit it into an empty net, man. Aye. And it was, aye. Aye. I mean, change days. I mean, that, you know, unbeaten in five in the old firm. Um, in fact, is it six? Six. Six, the cottage goal as well. That's right, it's six. So, I mean, you look at the goals Celtic have scored, you look at how many goals have scored. Have you, have you been what? We know Toll watches the Rangers games, right? Have you guys saw much of Celtic this season? Not, hand, hold my hands up. No, I've only seen about 15 minutes against Alkmaar because I was, I was on my treadmill and I had it on the TV and then I just couldn't be off running anymore. And it was a shite signal on the I fucking hanging. I saw the last 10 minutes, the first heart scare, and I was absolutely pissed, and it was only because I had money on it. Uh, <laughs> so. I've not seen much. But mate, the thing is, right, they are scoring goals. We yeah. Need, we need to fucking smarten up at the back. We need to. Well, to and C could be saying for Celtic as well, I think. I, I mean, you talk to any Celtic support, we talk to Toll in the podcast, they don't seem that smart at the back. Um, and they're, 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 they've brought in the, the, the right back now and the Croatian right back but I mean they're, they're solely missing centre halves I mean do you think Gerard tactically might look at that and maybe look at kind of hitting them on the break because it seems to be you know Celtic's mentality seems we'll score more goals it's that kind of old Kevin Keegan kind of philosophy at the moment it's like you can score but we'll score more you know no, I'm saying that, I don't concede that many I know who, really, who, who have they had to play? You know, they conceded two against Hearts in the league, yeah. two against Hearts in the, the cup. Alkmaar, uh, to be fair, Alkmaar are no slouches. Alkmaar had sold half their team in the summer. They've so, lost you know, all their big players, John. I read up on them. Um, <laughs> they have. 
Die haben die, die haben die, die haben die. So, I, I think we'll try and deploy very, very similar tactics as what we did in the, the last game against them um, with uh, Rufi and Morelos. But the way we're picking up injuries right now as well, Aye. it'll be uh, interesting. Do you, think, do you think Bassi will, will definitely start then? Yes. That's the. I mean, I guess that's the bit. I guess we were we were talking about that when we had our little intermission, and um, you know, you're thinking, do you play Barisic on Thursday, get him a little bit of confidence back because you just know that if it's Bassi on the left hand side, they're going to attack like heck down that side. So you're going to bring Kamara further over to cover. Kent's going to get deeper. Um, I just, I just mentally don't think Barisic is there, man. Yeah. I think it's just, I think he's, I don't know, man. And mentally, Kent as well needs to, I don't know, they just need something. But what better game, man, to fucking get your confidence back and go out there in a full house at Ibrox and play Celtic and break. I mean, I think Celtic, obviously, they're, they're flying with confidence, you know, they're scoring goals. But if we go out there and we beat them, man, what do you say if you're a Celtic fan then? You just def- just deflate them. E- aye, even aye. even even a draw because they'll be sitting there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen a funny one today, and it's like you know, right, Rangers and Celtic. They've both been they've both been knocked out of the Champions League. They've both won in the next round of the Europa League. They've both suffered a league defeat. Apart from we're in a crisis, and they're coining this new football term called Ange Ball. You know, we're exactly apples for apples. It's it's true, man. Exactly this exactly the same. They've just scored a lot more goals on us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But but it's they've been up against Aye. Yeah. But I they mean got, in saying that you could you could say, I mean, Rangers, Ross you know, Dunfair and Ross County, you could bring that argument in as well. I think it's it is it's it you know, as much as Celtic have scored a lot of goals, you know, as when you look at it over the piece, it is kind of even Stevens, I guess, in that respect. Do you think Gerard will do anything tactically? I mean, Furuhashi uh, seems to be the danger man. You know, everyone absolutely waxing lyrical about about this boy. Do you think he'll set up anything tactically against him? I think it's it's one of the ones, man. It's 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 the old for me, man. These games, it's the first fucking fifty-fifty. You win that. You absolutely nail whoever you're fucking getting against, man. You need to... We've been... Tanadice is a perfect example. Aggression can win you games, man. See if you're aggressive on the front fit and we've got 50,000 fans there. You don't know what this boy Furuhashi, you don't know what Abada, you don't know what these guys are going to be like, man. We've got a team there that's kind of been early course of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We know... We know I mean, there's no team. Scott Brown. For, I mean, Scott Brown, you know, talk about right. that. Even there's exactly. no Scott Brown. You've got this Croatian boy right back. You've got Ralston, who all of a sudden is like fucking the best fullback, Cafu or something these days now. You know what I mean? You're going, these guys, you go, look, remember what we done to this team last year? Yeah. I mean, and you look at that new boy, Starfelt, you go, if I'm Gerard, I'm going, we play our game. We don't change tactics to nullify them. We take, we take our game to them. That's what we need to do. You've still got the young lad Welsh in their starting lineup because has Julian even played for them this season? No, no he's still injured, man. No, he's no, and the last yeah. time Welsh was at Ibrox, man, a fucking guy that's nearly 40 put him on his ass. Exactly. Uh, you know, but you know what, I mean? what, what, what will be will be when you talk Aye. about they are scoring goals mid to front. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're it, asking, it looks I, like they're good, but I mean, that back line's still more than That's accessible. the thing, man. That, that, that's the thing. They were never going to be the same team. They were never going to. They were going to get better. They were going to try and get better. So it's up to us to go, right, 
they're not going to just stand still. You're not going to win the league with 25 points again. You need yeah. to just go and that's the challenge now. That's the challenge. Go and do it. I think if you'd ask any Celtic support, asked a couple of Celtic supporters in our work, would you take a draw? They said, aye. They, they'd quite happily take a draw. You know, you know. So I'll be interested to see how they set up as well. Um, who'd you go with then, Stephen? First of all, what's your team for Sunday? For Sunday. For Sunday, aye. McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Holander, Bassey, Stephen Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Roof, Kent, and Morelos. What were you, Craig? Either Roof or Hadges. I tossed up between the two. Any changes? Um, McGregor, Tavs, Golson, Hollander, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, uh, Aribo, no, sorry. Yeah, Aribo, Morelos, and Roof. Right. Leave Haji and um, Haji and Kent on the bench. Okay, interesting, interesting. So um, it's a shame there's not going to be, you know, I think from a neutral's point of view, it's a shame. I mean, I'm sure from you guys, you're no bothered at all, but it's a shame from a neutral's point of view, there's not going to be Celtic supporters in the stadium and having that atmosphere, you know, because it just adds to the game, you know, even if there yeah, wasn't. It's another one that's going to rumble on and on and on and on. I know. Tip for tat, it's going to rumble on. But it's, the narrative in the Scottish media is going to be it's big, bad Rangers' fault again. It's not big bad Rangers. It's like, yep, we'll give you 700. You're going to give us 700 back. We can't guarantee that. All right, poke it. You're going to get your 700. Yeah. <laughs> just a shame. Just a shame. But yeah, it means more Rangers supports are in the ground, I guess, for, for you guys. So, uh, score predictions, boys? 5 0. <laughs> Why not? Uh, no, I, think I think as much as we go on about Lobella, I think it might be quite tight. I think it might be like 1 0 to Rangers. One out of Rangers, Craig. Three one. Three oh. one. There it is. There it is. Yes. Well, it's the Alfie hat trick to take him to hundred goals. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I'm going to start drinking already. <laughs> Here's Gascoigne now pushing forward, showing great determination. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll be back with Rangers staff next week when we look at the old firm and the aftermath of that. should be an interesting show and hopefully Grade will be with us. Craig, listen, thank you very much for being our pundit. So apologies for the technical difficulties we've had throughout the show tonight. Um, listen, if you want to be a pundit... I know it is unprofessional. If you want to be a pundit just like Craig, sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft. You could be on the show next week having a look back at the old firm. I think we'll get a couple of pundits on next week since it's the first old firm game of the season. So it uh, should be a good laugh. Uh, me and Stephen, we'll be back on the headline show with Christopher. Um, in fact, oh, next week I think we're doing Rangers daft versus Celtic daft actually. So that'll be, that should be interesting with Ryan and Chris uh, against you. We'll find it. <laughs> I'll go one way or the other. <laughs> uh, talking of which, we'll be back on the main show with Chris uh, this week. Um, remember, on the channel right now, you can hear uh, Dave McCracken, especially if you're a Falkirk supporter. A very interesting answer to the first question we asked, which was, what happened at Falkirk? Uh, so get listen to that. Crax is, as ever, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. He's a great laugh. Some brilliant stories about uh, his time at Dundee United down south and obviously... Falkirk and St Johnson as well uh, so check that out on the channel just now uh, if you want to hear what the other half are saying Celtic Daft with Ryan and Chris will be up uh, this evening as well uh, and apart from that please remember to rate subscribe, do all that 
to Football Daft on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for us. Um, thank you very much for listening to Rangers Daft. Craig, thanks again. Stephen, see you Thursday. And until yes. next time, gents. We are the people. In sync, brilliant. <laughs> Audio Frontier.